You're listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 139. Grumbar, Mock, Massimo, Aurora, Bairn, Belva, and of course, Rob are embroiled in fierce combat with the Sons of Iron, the lieutenants of the Sons of Iron, at least two of them, Al Gore, Mudhorn, and Garten Leadbelly, in the chamber where Barvik is being held captive, which our heroes are here to rescue. In addition to the Sons of Iron lieutenants, one of them has a pet thunder boar, a massive boar towering over everyone, like, I don't know, 10 feet tall, 11, 12. He's huge. He takes up a 15-foot square. However big that is, that's really big. Um, That's fucking huge. It is fucking huge. Or or that is at least how much. Lightning just... uh, uh, I can't think of the verb. What does lightning arcing. do across a body? Lightning arcing. Arcs. Arcing across its body as uh, from its tusks to its strange uh, illuminated fur as blue, as bluish light just pours out, flashing from it. Almost, uh, almost a pain to look at as the flashes are uh, bright against the otherwise uh, very dim light of this. Well, actually, this chamber is quite well lit because there's a whole bunch of... Uh, um, fires. So, flashing even against the bright light of this chamber, the flashes of the light searing in to your eyes. Um, we are in the middle of combat here. We are at the top of the third round. First up here is this uh, puny little striker. After Massimo's uh, uh, quite convincing display of, or quite convincing argument persuasive powers persuasive powers for why continuing this fight is definitely not in the best interest of those that would prefer to continue breathing today um and uh that striker bolts away towards the uh towards the the bars that are set up in a chamber coming out of the south east of this large circular chamber. He walks over and he uh, pulls a latch as a a door swings open and he slips through just barely into that corridor. You can still see him. He is not too far away. To remind everyone, us and our viewers, most of you are all kind of in the area that you've entered this chamber, but Rob is still invisible from the invisibility spell um, and is on the complete opposite side of the battlefield behind enemy lines um, in a total flanking position of all of the enemies. Um, And he has thus far been more or less waiting for the right opportunity to make uh, a decisive move. Now I'm going to pass the time over to Dan, as we had we had done something at the very end of the previous session, and we wanted to kind of correct it and get the right interaction we wanted. Aurora was enthusiastic about charging in. Her oh, bloodlust. Yes. Her bloodlust. Mm-hmm. Bloodlust. Fear for her father's safety. Her father is right there. Tied to Vengeance against those that have already 
turned his face into... We saw what she beef. did to a bandit who just oh. robbed someone she didn't know. What's she going to do to these guys? <clears throat> Maybe twice as much. Grumbar tried to slow her down, but there wasn't really a full conversation there. <clears throat> when Grumbar calls her over, trying to slow her down, what he actually said was... <clears throat> Aurora, I know you want to get in there and save your father, but we have to be careful. We'll protect him and we'll get these people for what they've done. But there's something big in there and I might be able to use some magic to get rid of it for us, but I need your help. Even though my powers are wearing thin, I still believe in you. Aurora, as, as Grumbar is saying this, I mean, her white knuckle grip on, uh, on Shatterspike, is, uh, you know, she's holding it as tight as she can, and she is looking like she's slowed down to listen to what Grumbar has to say, but her weight is all in the position to move it into continuing that dash forward until Grumbar gets to, uh, until Grumbar gets to, and I need your help. And the Aurora trains under Mach, and uh, that that tactician training just clicks in. The like, look, if she's gonna make like a risky move, move in, and someone's telling her not to, like you ain't gonna tell me how to how to uh, how to protect my own father. Uh, when he says he needs the help, it's like the team dynamic. The like, you can only win in these situations if oh, you work together. Outcome, not on the move. And it clicks her out of it for just a minute, and she says. What do you need? And we'll distract wait till you turn, I assume. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Run in there and distract them as if you're going to get vengeance. Anyway. Um, next up in the actual turn order is, oh, it is Garten Leadbelly. Uh, and belly. Rob is on deck. I need to get hmm. a refresher of um, where we were here. Well, first off, Garten, based on his name, is an ultimate badass. Uh, yeah, I agree yeah. with that. I aspire to I mean, earn the name Garten Mudhorn. I heard Greg say sweet. Al Gore Mudhorn, and now I can only think of Al Gore. <laughs> Al Gore Mudhorn. That <laughs> election like, between Al Gore Mudhorn and George Bush. And oh, it is. I did say Al Gore. <laughs> I definitely read that wrong. It's I Gore. Okay. But okay. I. I, I, I thought I heard... I don't know if you said it. I thought I heard it wrong, and I'm like, yes. I don't think you did hear it wrong. What's Al Gore's uh, animal companion that he has facing us here? Inconvenient truth. Man Fucking 15-foot-tall I fixed uh, Igor's <laughs> name now, so... Good. Igor Al Gore. Um, there we go. And uh, so Garten led Belly. I need to go and figure out what the hell this guy's things are. So oh, right. he can drink lead. He does that. He has that. Oh, weird. Either that yeah, actually, he actually into x-rays. Yeah, he lost his belly in an accident, and uh, they, <laughs> they replaced, replaced it with <laughs> lead one. A <laughs> lead That's all we had on hand, boss. Lead? Lead? You put lead in my body? That's right. So most, most recently, to reset both my and your all understanding, uh, Garten Lead Belly had tried to move forward at first, but... Uh, Igror had snapped at him, telling him not to leave the prisoner 
unattended. Mm -hmm. He moved back into position to be next to Barvik, and he seemed to be more receptive to uh, Massimo's... It was Massimo made an offer, is what it was. Now I'm remembering. He essentially made an offer that, like, we're here for Barvik. Yep. So you can, you can keep your life. Just let us have Barvik. And uh, Garten seems to be much more receptive to that, but Igor seems to be quite convincing in uh, keeping them here in the battle. So after only a moment of hesitation, hesitation, Garten uh, uh, re-raises his crossbow and as if in resentment, fires it at Massimo. No, oh, mean. Baron? Oh, Massimo. You're pointing oh. at Baron. Baron is invisible, so. Uh, Baron is still Jeez. invisible. Yeah. But he's in a fog cloud that cancels out the invisibility, so he actually sees That's it. right. He That's glows. how we he do glows. it. You are it's invisible unless you are also spot. obscured yeah. from vision for some reason, in which case everyone can see Well, you. it's like the Invisible Man movie. Like, the fog moves around his forms. So you know yeah. he's there. Yeah, you know. Uh, okay, here it is. Um, going for Massimo. Let's see if I can remember how to actually I... use an item here. Uh, I yeah. need to remember what my Here's where the rubber meets the road. Yeah. Did that work? Oh. It didn't actually roll the attack. No. Okay. 1d20 plus 9. There we go. Uh -huh. 13. Like Masami carries around a big shield, and he's not even looking at where this is coming from, but he's got his shield pointed forwards because that's where the bad guys are. Uh -huh. And so... Wham! This crossbow bolt just hits his shield. All right. Oh, um, Twenty armor class. Oh, does That's he get multiple fun. attacks? He probably does. Um, Multi-attack. Oh, it says drow. He's not a drow, but his stats are from a drow. <gasps> Guys, he's a drow. Sue me. <laughs> um, <laughs> two so attacks short. with the shadow sword. Oh, he does not get two attacks with ah. his. Uh, he does not get two attacks with the crossbow. So his, hand his turn is over. Rob, you are up. With Crossbows typically have a loading feature, which means you can only make one attack with them per round unless you have a specific feat allowing you to do otherwise. Crossbow XP. That makes sense. Before you go, Rob, uh, uh, you hear Grumbar say, Rob, if you're going to do something, do it now. You're about to get more visible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're about to get more okay. visible. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. This is a, a good point. Uh, quick question about this: uh, where Striker Nine went? Uh, is it feasible that Rob saw where uh, he used the switch to open the gate? Um, is the gate uh, still open? It was. Uh, I, I didn't have a clear visual picture of it. It's just a gate. It's, it's, it's just it's a, a gate, gate that, that unlatched okay. on this side. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Lockable so from still... this side. It's just a door. It's the it's the okay. inside side of an it's exterior. A literal door. Train Similar to the other gates that we have seen in this sewer, probably. All right. Um, that's good to know. Uh, so Rob, he's gonna do something. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Don't do it, Rob. He's gonna move up to. Oh, I have the ruler on. Uh, Rob's not gonna do it. He's gonna relax. And not do it. Uh, he's going to move up here. He's going to, uh, let's see. I believe I have, uh, whatchamacallit. What is that action called? Let's be uh, fast hands. 
So fast he's going to light of hands. Uh, oh, fast hands. It just means that he can uh, use his bonus action to uh, do a sleight of hand check. To he's going to free uh, Barvik. I just hey. he's going to uh-huh. untie him or you know just set him loose as he's passing by. Do you, do you so want? He's... Can I print fast hands to the group? Oh yeah. So yeah, whenever uh, remember we, I, I just clicked it. Whenever we use an ability, we can uh, click it so that everyone can see uh, what mean, it is. <clears throat> that is awesome. Oh yeah. I forgot that I could do that. I use an object auction. Oh, is that, uh, with is that, is that good enough for undoing Barbic? It Say say again, Sam, what was your question? That, that a Barbic is secured, like, with, I don't know, more. That's enough? That works? That's a good question. Is yeah. what, what enough? Is I, don't, I don't understand. Is Barbic what, what is Barbic? Is, yeah, so Kevin's in the middle of stating number. his intent, and then I will, I will, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't um, hear the end of Kevin's. On how Barbic is bound up. I, I don't yeah. remember. He, how he, he is bound up. He is bound up. <laughs> he is, he is, okay. is he bound with, like, ropes or he, chains? Um, he is bound with uh, heavy ropes. Okay. Uh, his um, hands behind the chair behind him and his uh, legs to the chair legs. Can, uh, let's see. Can Rob do a sleight of hand check to see if he can uh, undo these ropes as he's uh, running by using his fast hands? Um, yeah, you. Uh, I would say that you know untying ropes like this is very similar to um, like opening a lock, for example. All right. Um, so it's a it's a similar thing. That is that is very fast hands to be able to pick very a lock as hands. a bonus action. Um, so yeah, this is uh, this will require a sleight of hands check. And uh, the difficulty for this is going to be 18. 18? All right. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Important to have rolls. Rolls. No. Nope. <laughs> so that's, your, yes. that's your expertise <laughs> feat. You want to go to a uh, skills. Slide of hand. There. there we go. Oh! oh. He's right. got really fast hands. Oh, He nice. does. That was, uh, you got a 21. For several rounds. That would be 18. And so invisibility doesn't drop from doing something like that, right? Only oh, uh, attack and spell cast. So he, uh, how does this, how, what, what, is, what does Rob do here? As Rob is running up alongside towards Barvik, he's analyzing the rope and he is able to spot the exact parts of the rope where he can just kind of grab. They're in different sections, but he like hooks one part of a knot with his index finger and another part with his pinky, and he's able to kind of grab them and pull, and the rope immediately is undone. It's just uh, the it, weak spot. It falls down. I yeah. love it. Uh, so, and the rope just silently, uh, silently falls to the ground in the uh, in the chaos of this battle. Not a chance anyone would hear that uh, that pin drop. And uh, with. So that's with his left you hand. You hear Barvik take in a sharp intake of breath as he feels the pressure on his wrists. Uh, the pressure on his wrists release, but he does not move his hands from behind his back. Ooh. Oh, this guy's been kidnapped before. And uh, let's see. Oh, so don't forget, with... Barvik hmm. served in the dwarven uh, dwarven military and oh. moved oh, to yes. Silvery Moon. Uh, Moved to Silvery Moon to have a more peaceful life away from that life he once lived to raise his daughter, partially to raise dragging his daughter. him back in. And so uh, those instincts, they, they sit in deep. Nice. Um, let's see. 
Yeah, he unties Barvik, and with his other hand, he uh, has his uh, short sword, his magic short sword, and he attacks uh, Garten Leadbelly. Garten Leadbelly is a T act. Go for it. Let's see. Do you get any bonuses for like being invisible? Doing this out of stealth. Well, if you get advantage. Uh, you definitely get advantage at the very least, so shift... Oh, speaking of which, let's do this action. Let's do inspiration die afterwards. Mm. Ah, All right. Uh, Didn't I can still do a sneak attack with this, too? Yes, because you have advantage on the roll. Okay. Gotcha. It's going to be delicious. Mm. Wait, so, what is oh. What did oh, I that's just your crossbow. Oh. It, yeah, that wasn't the uh, one you wanted to roll. I think you want to you want to yeah attack bonus. Oh, I assume yeah. you're not right. doing the your roll was uh, I am not going to crush yeah. you. <laughs> you go up right next to. Do him. we want to keep those numbers and then just have me hit the? I mean, my uh, it, my instinct was to have you click the correct one and not okay. this. <laughs> All right, because it's not the right thing. Uh, oh, a lot better. Oh Much dear. Better. <laughs> nice. Um. So. Uh. Yeah, that is a twenty-two, damage for a and a twenty-two is an easy hit against this guy. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get his sneak attack stuff in in a second. Oh boy! Uh, oh so boy. you've got eight uh, magical just... piercing damage so far, but you have other effects that um, apply. Oh, um, yeah, my just my sneak attack. It's just a plus one short sword. So, uh, and uh, I'm gonna roll my sneak attack. Holy moly. It's red indicating... Oh, that means just you got a one, but still, 44415. Four, 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 yeah. That's great. 44455 is not like a low red roll. <laughs> not bad. That's one. Yes, six, yes, six, yes. Six, 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 six. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, there we go. Let me apply it to this guy. Here's the uh, piercing damage, full piercing damage, and then here is the uh, extra sneak attack damage. <laughs> As he's beefy. Garten Leadbelly gets a uh, gets a short sword in the back. The Garden Leadbelly sounds like he had a '90s grunge band. Leadbelly. Uh, and what happens is Garten immediately spins back around to look at Barvik, uh, uh, and Barvik just has a shit-eating grin on his face. Just, I mean, he's got a puffy, bloodied face, but he's got this smile on his face as uh, Garten looks back at uh, looks back at Barvik and then immediately sees Rob now visible with his uh, with his bloody short sword uh, pulled out from his body. With a huge smirk on his face, too. Just smirking right at him. <laughs> they got a grin off. <laughs> Wise guy, huh? Hmm. Um... If you are done, and um, your turn, I believe that's my turn. Yeah, and we'll let's clear your invisibility status from your icon. <clears throat> Igor, you're up with Bill on deck. Visibility. I'm zoomed in, Dan. Igor. Oh, Igor. <laughs> you didn't say Al Gore, so I was confused. Um, <laughs> My mistake. Igor. Oh, Igor. Igor is, uh, is in here as he hears the commotion behind him. 
and says, God, what would he say? Uh, we give up. He's, he has a, a, a yell surrender. of rage as he sees uh, Rob behind him and uh, steps forward to unleash his full fury. One moment here. Full it's fury loading. Oh, Full hang on. We did not do the inspiration theory. die. Let's get that done real quick. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, just in case. My <laughs> inclination um, was to just do a full roll uh, yeah. and make anyone eligible. It's been a long time. There have been multiple howdies, but for the side games. And, and howdy's I think just it's, about dead, too. Let's just... let's. <laughs> oh. My best friend, howdy. Yeah, there yeah. won't be a howdy after November. Which I'm going to have to find another bot or something. <laughs> no. We got max of, like, one more if we don't play next week, so... Maybe we should just yeah. howdy as a thank you note to the howdy. Like, let's write our feelings about howdy to howdy. Does, will howdy. he not say, talk to you later next time, like, for the last one? Talk to you never. I'm very sad about it's, it. It's been real. Talk to you later forever. Um, around Igor, Al Gore, Mudhorn rolled the inspiration die and got a two, which is Dan Grumbar. Hey, Roar has given me it just said inspiration. It said his name in chat. Uh, cool. Uh, what was our? It's inspiration. Like literally icon. called inspiration. And I think it's the big die. It's okay. the one Let at the me. bottom. Let yeah, it's the die. Add it. uh, Bonk. Thank cool. you. Um, so, Igor, I need to uh, get get a remember of uh, get a remember. Remember. Mm -hmm. get I need, um, I need to get myself. Oh, he also has legendary actions. Okay, I got to be doing that. Oh yeah, like legendary a prospector from uh, to remember. in the 1800s. I need to get remember. I gotta get a remember in my brain pain. Wait, doesn't he have legendary actions? We fought a guy before who had legendary actions, Don't but then that guy buggered off. Yeah, I was a priest. Oh, you're right. You're right. This guy doesn't. This guy doesn't. Okay. Okay, give me one second. One. Wait, it says costs two actions. Those are legendary mm -hmm. actions. This guy does. That does sound like actions. it. Okay, well, that's good to know. Um, he just doesn't have any actions to use on those legendary actions. I'm just trying to find what his actual abilities are outside of that. I have to open up his character sheet one sec. Character sheet. He's oh, wow. a character. <laughs> He's a character on the horse screwed. <laughs> Greg's actually got another group on another foundry who are fighting. Yeah. And they're playing group. against us. Oh, God. <laughs> he's pitting us against. Yeah. He's, got, he's just got to keep stalling one group for a while. Yeah. These guys have actually been playing their campaign for, for four years, and they're <laughs> more excited than us to be here fighting us. All right. He will, uh, he will charge over to. Well, he doesn't really want to do that. Uh, he <laughs> lets out a whistle. To uh, lets out a whistle to his boar as the boar snarls and uh, and gets in position to charge up north towards the bulk of you as Igor uh, charges himself over to Rob uh, with his uh, drawing his great sword from his oh. back as he uh, as he swings it at you. His multi attack lets him do two shots. And uh, here you go, Rob, the great sword attack, which I do by clicking on this. That's a 20 on the first attack. And 
That'll hit, so you can take that damage. If you remember, you can select your guy, and there's a little button over the 12. If you mouse over the 12, you get a little uh, apply full damage button. Uh, and here is his second great sword attack. 27 Ooh. to hit on the second one. Ooh. A little icon of the, the man smoking. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, and so that's 11 damage on the second hit. That will that will conclude his turn. Belva, you're up with Mock on deck. Ooh. Okay. So first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get a little bit closer. But why can't I grab my... Oh, because I'm on Mosmo the wrong grabber. Whenever you guys want that uh, smoke screen dropped. Not married to it. Why can't I click my character? Are you in, um, is your tool in the, the basic controls mode in the top left? Um, I don't know how to answer that question. Okay, so in the left side, the top left of your screen, there's a whole bunch of tools that you can be using, and the top most one says basic controls if you mouse over it. It's a picture of a person's face. Yeah, but I can't unclick it. So it is selected. And then there's another one which is select tokens, which looks like a little picture frame with corners. Yeah, that one's also lit. They're okay. both lit. So you are in, uh, so I guess it's select token is the actual name of the tool. So you um, try now. Then click you. Nope. Hmm. No, nothing changes. It, it, they're both highlighted. Unchained. Basic controls. Long hold. And long select click. tokens. Just somewhere yeah. so we can see if that, that works. Would be it. And draw a ba- box over Belva. Nope. Nothing happens when I draw uh, the box. Geez. Refresh refresh the your uh, your browser tab. Maybe it'll uh, try F five. Yeah. Okay, I will refresh. Did you remember to pay your foundry tag? <laughs> right. Uh yeah, are you wearing anything reloading. green right now? That can affect it. <laughs> uh no, it's not laying me. Huh. And it I'm says sorry. Belva as your, as your no character problem. name in the bottom left is player. Maybe you can hop up here and, and yeah, let me hop see up. what I'm Are you, doing wrong you here. Did you get a really good stealth check before? So, <laughs> so good that you? even I can't detect myself. Oh my god, it's so hot in here. Oh, well, I should turn off the... Well, that's because, Greg, you are You are, you are wearing... in my presence. You, so. you, you have her selected. Okay, well, like, I couldn't move her until you came up here, so no, I don't you, know what to say. You've had her selected. Great, you can't leave. I'm pretty sure you've had her selected, but you can just try using the arrow keys. No, it's like fine now. It, it, it's, it's fine now. It's working just fine. Okay. Uh, hate when that happens. Did you try asking nicely? Okay. So, like, you're the finder of lost things, and the so Greg now I have to remember the fixer of broken yes. objects. Um. Hmm. So, okay, what was I going to do? Now I have to remember everything I was playing. Um, okay, so I was going to move down here. One, that's two, three, four, five. That's still okay, four, so, by the way. So you can get one more if you want. Five. Okay. Um, yeah, that's... How far is that? Let me just... Thunk, 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 thunk. This guy. This guy. Oh, that's Al Gore. Yeah, that's close <laughs> enough. Okay, so she's going to use Hunter's Mark on Al Gore. I don't think you can see him, if that matters. I think I can. My my vision uh, You can't because you are right behind a big, huge fog cloud that you cannot see through. So if, you're, if your ability requires... Right, there's an invisible fog... Okay, I forgot that's about... What, that's what the big green area is. So 
Mm. You're, if so your ability like, says you need line of sight, then then you need it. I think it probably does. Let me just really quick. Yeah, you have to be able like, to see. That you can see. That's fine. That wasn't super important. It just gives a plus 1d6 to damage. Um, I can't actually attack anybody, though, then. Could, uh, you could ready something if you want. You don't need, uh, you nah. don't need uh, to see them to target or attack oh, yeah. them. Yeah, you, you can attack them just fine. You just have disadvantage. Like you're so. Oh, remember we were we were talking about that before the game. That's the that's the thing is that it's just disadvantage. I see. Okay. Unless they've gone hidden. Well, they don't look too hidden, so I'll just attack Al Gore then. Everyone says I am walking six feet to the southeast and attacking. <laughs> yeah, they just they wrong. just all announce it. D five, D five, D five. All right, so it's a D. It's a. Um, Disadvantage though, so how do I control? Hold control when you click the attack. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Boink. Perfect. Ooh, fifteen even on disadvantage. Doth a fifteen hitteth? His AC is eighteen. Mm. Oh, that bitch. Yeah. All I mean, right. Excellent. Well, Twenty-six she... on the uh, on the ignored roll. Well, we attack one more time just because. Nope. All right. <laughs> Moving on. You can still move, though, if you want to get through the fog wall. I think I already moved my maximum moved movement, so I, oh, I don't she, think I can move twice. Little dwarf legs. They are not. 25 speed sucks. Two arrows I'm a emerge from the fog cloud, <laughs> but go wide. Not Mock. a surprise. She's just basing it on sound. Mock is up. Yeah. Uh, Mock. Mock kind of puts his head together. There's a little bit of a natural huddle happening over, you know, in this in this corridor. You got Grumbar, Massimo, and Aurora. And uh, we all see that, that Rob has kind of sprung from the shadows, sprung his trap, if you will. But now, like, him and pretty much wrecked Barvik are there probably just going pound for pound. And that's that's not, that's clearly not a fight that we'll, we will win over time. So he's just like, all right. We got we got to send some for the Barvik and some for the beast. He says, "I think I'm for the beast." And he looks at you, you the three of you, Massimo, Grumbar, and Aurora. And he says, "Where are you going? Who's who's coming with me? Who's going for Barvik?" I might be able to make that beast go away for at least a little bit. And I right? will take on Barvik. Turtle God's willing. Uh, and uh. Mock looks straight at him. He says, well, can you do it alone? Or are you coming with me? Who are you talking Grumbar? To? Grumbar. <clears throat> he says, me, Aurora should be all I need. As he, I guess we're kind of invisible to each other. So he just kind of tries to put his turtle paw on Aurora's head. <laughs> and just jabs her in the eye. He says, uh, he says, all right, do it. And... He's going to, let's see here. What's he going to do? I think he will. Probably too far to get up to them. Well, he, he can if he blows his, his action. But I don't know if I want to do that quite yet. You can move up and shoot him and then move the rest yeah, of the way next I'll, I'll go one, two, three, four, five. We'll get him right here. 
I think I'll do that. I'll, I'll do that, and I'll, I'll draw the bow. I think he, I think he has the bow already. He's been shooting, so he'll just continue to shoot. Um, and let's see. Oh no! Oh my gosh! What? I want to? I want to arm Barvik with a weapon. Uh, how should I do that, Greg? I got plenty of weapons. I got my action to draw one and throw it. What would you recommend here? What do you mean? What would I recommend? Like what weapon you want to get? Yeah, like I'd like to. I'd like to put a weapon in Barvik's hand to use with my action. Uh, what mechanically would you recommend oh, we do? Don't, for don't I? I would. Uh, uh, my recommendation is don't ask it that way. Tell me what Mock's doing. Gotcha. Then I will. Uh, I know I'll, in combat, you know, we're a little more action. Focus, no, 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 but... so, totally, for Go sure. Barbic's um, 40 feet from you? That's right. Not... That's right. And so he says he has... Let's see here. <laughs> he throws an axe and it hits Barbic. <laughs> yeah. If you could at least How get to a square adjacent to Barbic, he could grab it, I no. think. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm going to do this. I'll do... Because I've, I've been waiting for it to use this. So where is... This fucking thing. Okay. Yeah. Alright, he pulls out his warlord king's knife and just hollers at Barvik and he says, he says, pull it from his entrails and have at him! And just pulls it and just hucks it at <laughs> let's see, at Lead Belly at? or Al Gore? Now, we, ha- we know... Uh, DC uh, AC of 18 for Garden. Do we know Al Gore's? Uh, no, 18 is Al Gore. Al Gore. All right. We well, have. He'll, just, he'll throw it at Garden. Try to get it as close as he can. Amazing. And he'll just go with. So so with so is Mox's intention here to hit the enemy with the weapon, or make the weapon be close to Barfik? The the latter is for sure his intention. Okay. Um, he would love a twofer though. Yeah, better to get a twofer. Okay, so he's gonna go a little conservatively. Um, yeah. Uh, toss it with uh, with disadvantage for okay. uh, for needing to be like you don't you can't overthrow it. You can't miss him, right? So you're having right. to do like a you can describe it, but you're having to do some sort of tricky shot so that even if you don't land damage, that the weapon will be accessible. Like tricky thing to do. Mock definitely ascribes to the theory of aim small, miss small, right? You, you, you don't throw it to Ooh, hit I your like enemy. That. You throw it at their lungs between their ribs to kill them. And, you know, maybe you're off and you get him more in the meat. But this is this is Mach taking a pause and kind of going for the barn door of this large dwarf's back. He's kind of aiming more center of mass. And rather than, like, going with force to drive through, like, the armor and meat, it's a little bit more of a lob shot, right? You're, you're, you're sitting there at Boy Scout camping. You just want to stick the axe into the wood so you look cool in front of all your boys. That's what's going on. Uh, and he just he, he pulls it out and just kind of like hefts it and then just gives like a nice wrist throw end over end, trying to like stick it to this log of a dwarf. All right. He, Give us a... Do, uh, just do yeah. a I'm doing an attack roll with the weapon, I think is... Well, it should cool. be a ranged attack roll. That's going to be right. different because the weapon's going to use strength. So you'll want... Um, it, it's oh, it's it's still he throws a strength. It's a thrown weapon. Yeah, it's a thrown weapon. Oh, oh, oh! He right. went a dagger. That was throwable. Right. Then yeah, just just roll it. Okay. With disadvantage, and you're good. 
Oh, oh. I rolled up the wrong one. Take the take the lower of them. Uh, oh, right. Wow. So it's the twenty-three instead of the twenty-seven. Yeah, uh, the twenty-three. You also uh, must have rolled it from uh, beyond twenty. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I sorry. I'm clicking you, things and. Yeah, you're you're, you're 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 rolling things. You've rolled. I think everything yeah, worked exactly. I didn't as even you roll should. the damage. Yep. I meant to look at what the rolls were, but yes, you, you you should have what you need to tell me what happened. Yep, yep. I have what I need here. Funk. Uh, yeah, go, uh, it, it's a hit, and it does exactly what you want. So you go ahead and describe it. Perfect. Uh, perfect. And and what Mock does, there's a little bit of a psychological element too, where he just goes for like center of mass, and it kind of like thunks really nicely with like handle out um, enough to maybe get through and like poke uh, to, to poke uh, Garten such that Garten like naturally as he would wheels about to see who the new attacker is and as he turns around like the knife is just sitting there right in front of Barvik like 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 arm level and Barvik can just reach out and just grab it easily off of the enemy excellent <clears throat> I'm gonna um, make an executive decision. I'm gonna. I rolled Barvik in, uh, but I'm gonna do his turn now since it plays off of Eric, and sure. that's better. Um, otherwise, exactly. Grumbar would be next. So we're we're gonna jump to Barvik and then go to Grumbar. So Barvik, not after a moment to interpret what's going on, but as that knife, as that knife is. Uh, well, let me let me get the uh, roll for him. Not the best. Um, so as the knife is flying through the air, uh, flying through the air at Garten, Barvik is already standing up from his chair. And then as in all one fluid motion, the knife hits Garten. Garten turns. Barvik already has the chair halfway swung around, and as Garten finishes the turn, he slams the chair into the hilt of the knife, which is stuck in his back, breaking the chair uh, on uh, breaking the chair on Garten's back. As you hear a splintering of wood, and chair leg goes flying off one side of the room. As Garten yells out a scream of pain. Um, at the same moment as as the strike happens, Barvik collapses down to the ground, like down on two knees, one hand on the ground, as, uh, as you hear a groan of pain as he holds his side and spits out blood onto the ground. Uh, uh, and he's, and uh, uh, I'm trying to think of just some badass thing he would say. Oh my God, it's not coming to me. Uh, He, he just says, how do you, and he goes, ah, and falls to the ground. He doesn't get to say his, uh, his cool thing. Yeah. He falls to the ground after slamming that knife in further, doing some more damage to this guy, to, to, uh, to Garten. Uh, Grumbar, you are All right. up. Yo, yo, pass me the rock. Thank you. <clears throat> With uh, Mossimo kind of on deck, although there is an initiate. Oh, that initiate's probably not going to do much. Uh, so, yeah, um, yeah. Mossimo, you're initi- on deck. Should we drop him? Or, yeah. Um, can Go. you move Barvik, or is Barvik... Uh, can you move him in the initiative, just to... I have... All? Your guys are tight. I don't know if I can... Yeah, I'll try. Oh, right. Um, For context, yeah, Kevin Breakstone once said that there are two kinds of spellcasters in D&D, and they have to make the decision of whether or not 
They're the kind of spellcaster that's going to affect the game by using Polymorph. <laughs> Dan, you remember so many things I said. Because it complicates things. It goes down a dark path. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. You, you said, you said, you know, you yeah. could do it with Drustin, and it just... Yeah. It's just an entire extra set of tabs you have to have open. Yeah. Grumbar moves. Whoa. Oh, wait. How do you do the um, the waypoints? Is it just right-click while you're dragging? Yep. You also exactly. do pause if you just want to... Yeah, oh, but yeah, you know, if you want to see your total movement, then you... Uh, and then he says, as quickly as Grumbar can, and uh, try, um, Egneron to rush out and distract this Thunderbore. Uh, let me get this spell in here. Aurora does, without hesitation. Charges with all the fervor and rage that she had just been directing towards the dwarves. She gets right back into it when Grumbar calls for it and just lets out her fiercest battle cries. She just goes, ah, holding Thunder uh, uh, Shatter Spike up high, two-handed. Um, uh... Okay, I'll do. I don't want to mess up the mood. <clears throat> I'll get the question about concentration later. First, uh, it is quite simply a DC 16 Wisdom saving throw with disadvantage provided by Aurora um, on behalf of the uh, Thunderbore as Grumbar starts uh, pounding on his drums, saying, "You're not a boar. You're not a boar. You're just like me." As the boar starts shrinking down, possibly to stay. Let's see. Here, it, so it's disadvantage because of Aurora's assistance. That is a nine <laughs> wisdom <laughs> save. He failed big time. Even his other oh. roll would have failed. It turns him. It turns the thunder boar into a. When I say giant, I just mean like like real life, like you see at the zoo, an exceptionally <laughs> slow, but also meaty and hardy and not easy to kill with a single hit. Giant tortoise. Nice. A giant oh. tortoise. Oh my Do god. Is, is that a... Um, um, so there is not a D&D creature that is like that. How about a giant toad? Uh, he's going for something that is specifically as slow. Because he basically doesn't want it to... So low a giant toad has a, walk, has a walk speed of 20. That's, uh, that's, that, on the, oops, that's on the slow That's as slow as you get with an animal. Yeah. yeah let's, What's the let's, deck score? 13. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, uh, got an idea of how slow, like, you know, how, how nimble is it? Oh, how nimble. I see. Um, let's go with that. Grumbar then says, oh, it worked. And uh, <laughs> um, he's <laughs> Is it the same size or is it smaller? Uh, I'm th- yeah. I'm just thinking f- uh, five by five. Oh, okay. Uh, he, he he still wants a um. That's bigger than I, than I expected. Can it be? Can it be uh, flavored as a as a to- as a uh, tortoise? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, I just want to. Okay, that's important because it's Grumbar, it's Grumbar the turtle turning it into a. It can be ten by ten. Um, turning it, turning the boar into just a yeah. like a tortoise. devolved turtle. It's just a, a the, the base version. Maybe it even um, has a few tusks, weirdly still shaped, like 
coming up the front. <laughs> um, Grumbar then moves back to exactly where he was to maintain concentration on this. Oh, Invisibility is dropped from Baron. You drop that. No. Um, my question was basically if he failed the save, if the if the guy succeeded on the save, does the concentration fail on the first thing? But that's important. Um, he moves back there. Uh, do we need to do the d20 roll for Aurora? Uh, I think that's at the end of the her, round. On her turn. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, cool. Um, and Grumbar is just laughing to himself as he drums, so Massimo hears him going, <laughs> and uh, turn complete. Initiate 60, you are up. Or maybe Massimo. <laughs> Hang on, I lost my foundry. <laughs> oh, it's coming back. Nice use of polymorph. Damn. That was, I was so, I've that never, I don't think I've ever used polymorph in a D&D game because it is such a deep hole of, mm -hmm. just, you could just. Now we know what kind of spellcaster you are. Grumbar concentration, right? I hope that Grum, yes, that's concentration. And that's why he is, he is making himself scarce and he'll probably stay out of the fight. I look forward to Aurora just murdering this poor defenseless. Oh, no, so, don't do it. So, so yes, <laughs> for the stats there, the reason that it is a slow and hardy animal is if whatever you turn it into drops to zero hit points, he will pop back into a thunderbore. Uh, so this is it's like wild that. shape when when scrim is wild shape. So if the enemy is is spell is magic savvy, they will go over and just try to beat up. So if you turn someone into a fly, mm. someone just squishes it and they're back to normal. Uh, gotcha. So, but this should make it so it has it's as dangerous as a large turtle instead of as dangerous as a large lightning infused. Nice and boar. slow, mm. hard to kill, not dangerous. Hmm. Turtle. Interesting. Neutralized. Got it. Greg, are you still doing initiate? Um. Right. Oh, sorry. I'll move that. Over. I think the is that one of the people who had ran into the room. Oh yeah. Yeah, it is uh, the people who ran into the room. Uh, Belva does not hear anyone come rushing down the corridor. So, initiate's done. Massimo, you are up. Okay. Massimo emerges. Emerges. There he is. Wasp is not working for me here. Emerges. Oh, the attempted collides with at least one. Yeah, you are trying to walk through a... Uh, a wall. Oh, I didn't see that there. Yeah, there's a, there's Sorry. a thing. He emerges! <laughs> I think so there is fine. 5, 10, 15, 20. Uh, uh, from the smoke, he has some blood on his armor, wounded leg. He's limping a little bit. But the fog is just swirling around his big old form. Uh, and he is going to cast uh... <laughs> Command as a second level spell, and I will I will role play this out. Um, uh, yeah. Um, do, 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 do. Let me just see if there's anything I want to do with sorcery points. Oh, Barbic, you're so hurt. Yeah, <laughs> I just I just did that. I was like, wait, that yeah, bar makes no, it look that's... like he's perfectly healthy, but he ain't. Oh no, that's good. He's perfectly unhealthy. Yeah, I'm actually, instead of using this as 
second level spell, I'm actually going to use a sorcery point to target a second Ooh. person as well. That's interesting. <gasps> interesting trade-off there. Uh, so I'm casting command as a first level spell, but I am uh, uh, using a sorcery point to target two. And I'm targeting Garten and Algor uh, with this command spell. Uh, so I'm going to put the description in there, and then I'm going to roleplay it, and then they can make their saving throws. Is the order I'm going to do things. Uh, so here we go. Here's the description. Nope. Here's the description. A spell. There we go. So it's a lot of text, Ooh. but basically I command them to do one thing, and then not on my turn, but on their oh. turn, they do that. I'm going to be using the grovel command, which is the target falls prone and then ends its turn. Um, okay. So he emerges from the fog, fog swirling around his big old form. He says, I am the scion of Bahamut. I am the scholar of roaring iron. I am the trueborn heir of a Shardalon. And I command you, fall to your knees and beg for mercy. So it's DC 15, wisdom saving throw. Um, and which targets? Oh, and I'm, I'm targeting the two dwarves. Yeah, so you can, uh, you're casting Belly it at, and Mudhorn. at second level, I'm, right? Yeah. No, I'm using a sorcery point to target two oh. people. I have oh, really? two ways to target Sorcerers two Sorcerers have some cool... Oh, so you can, bump, yeah. you can cast it in a second slot or... Sorcery I could point. use a sorcery point to still cast as a first level. That's why I wanted to check that. <laughs> That's cool. Um, okay, right. so each of them. Let's see if it works. No advantage, disadvantage, right? Just a straight roll? Nope. Just a straight old roll. Oh, those are low numbers. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Uh, Nicely so done. So nothing happened yet. Hang on. Something happened Hang on. on their delicious Wait. Turn. Oh, no. <gasps> Wait. Oh, no, something legendary. Something legendary happened. <laughs> Uh, give me one moment here. We're waiting for something legendary. It makes them strong. Indomitable. Ah, oh, very so cool. This is so Igroar uh, is uses his indomitable. I believe he has used it one time. I, I almost positive I remember truth, using it right? last week. So this is his second use. Are we sure it was him, or was it the other guy we fought? I am not sure. It may have been the other one you fought. Because I also That's remember right. that somebody else used it, but I kind of think the, the point is he can fought. use it. Uh, but he is using That's it right cool. now, it's and here is the second roll. Oh, be sixteen. Well, at least I got one roll. of them. <laughs> at least I got lid Billy. Just barely too. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> on yeah. his turn, I want to see some resistance from him. As he oh, it's all, it's on their next turn. On their next happen. turn. I got confused because it says it ends their turn. I'm like, wait, I get it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So turnover, Baron. Turnover, Baron. Sweet. Turn over, bear. <laughs> turn over, bear. Um, turn over. Yeah. 30, feet. 30 feet versus... Sorry, I was looking at distances. I'm giving oh, him the uh, I'm going to also... Status. Sorry, I dropped the fog cloud because that thing is just messing things up. Okay, okay. and I, I give him the charmed down. status to track cool. that effect so we don't Excellent. forget. Cool. Can you yeah, delete that? Uh, yes, once I remember how. I, I, and then hit backspace. That's the only way I figured out how to do it. 
Yeah, I forget how to select it. What are you trying uh, to I'll delete? I don't know what you're getting. The the green cloud. cloud. Oh, I'll, 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 I'll get that. You're good. Just keep okay, going. Great. Oh, I got yeah. it now. Uh, let's see. Wink. 25. That should get me. Belvin, now you can see that. 30? Yes. Sorry, Kaylin. <laughs> I go 25. Oh, so okay. there, that gets me. Yeah, that actually works pretty well. Okay. I can dig that. Um, Baron goes, well, you know, sometimes. Uh, one, oh, wait, I've got to go cut through the thing. I've also got to select my character. Okay, he's going to go one, whoops, one, move. What's going on? Hi, Baron. I don't know. Okay, there we go. Oh, it's the wall. So one, wall. <laughs> yes. Two. I like that our characters keep bumping against it. Like, oh, what? Three, uh, four, five. And then make sure I still got enough range that I like that. Yeah, that works. Let's just hang on. I was about to say, yeah, 35 feet to the enemy. That's still okay. Yeah, that works. And Baron reaches forth with his hand and says, Moradin! Grant me a guardian to protect my allies as a image of a spectral image of the shield that he bears on his own arm emblazoned with the anvil and flame of Morden and a spectral image of the hammer of all souls appears uh, uh, guarding the space near Barbic. So I am casting the spell... Uh, oh, hang on. I can do it through here. That's right. Spells. Where's Soul Spectral Guardian? Sorry. Delays. Fourth level. Right. Spells. Guardian of Faith. Is that it? Don't consume spell slot. There we go. That's what I'm doing. So it is a large guardian appears in high duration in the unoccupied space. And the unoccupied space of choice is right 30 feet. So right there so right here do you want to give me a nice two by two creature oh it's a two by two yeah it's a large so two by two uh yeah i was actually trying to do that just now and it's having a bit of an issue so this is your what's it called guardian of faith guardian of faith yeah uh, it is invisible and not really visible except for a shield and a weapon which is going to be Baron's shield and the hammer of all souls, which looks, you know, appropriate. That's pretty cool. Trying to get a good image here. And I would love if it was like in this little square. If I can draw something. Like right about there. Yeah, give me a second here. Sorry, I'm a little slower at them. I'm a little more rusty at all the... Uh... Like that, Sam? Yeah, that's perfect. That would be, that would be just fine. Ugh. I'll Hang delete on. that. I'm having trouble. You can okay. just do a two-by-two two blob. I can leave a measuring I'm gonna do, I'm going to do just a generic thing. Yeah. I just need to figure out how to set the damn size. Yeah. Oh um, so what's going to happen with that is uh, any creature hostile to me that moves to a space... Within 10 feet of the garden for the first time on a term of saving, dexterity saving throw. So, 
As far as I can tell, I think if they're already there and they don't move, I don't know if anything happens. There you go. That, that's it for now. I don't have a custom image. My, all my that's image great. Not working. That's perfectly fine. That looks like a guardian spirit. Yeah, that works perfectly great. That um, so, uh, any enemy within that enters, that moves to a space within 10 feet of the guardian for the first time on a turn must succeed on a dexterity saving throw. So I don't know that the guys who are already right there are going to take any damage, but if they move to a square that is within 10 feet of it, they're going to take, and uh, they're going to have to make a save. Ah, okay. Because it doesn't say, it doesn't specify for people who are already in its range when it's cast. And it does occupy the space, so they can't move through that. I like that's going to appear, and Lead Belly's going to fall to the ground and grovel. Yeah. And <laughs> was like, he's supposed to grovel to my guy. Uh, no bonus action shenanigans, so turnover. Can we do a bonus action knowledge check? I did like that from Kevin's whole thing. <laughs> uh, apparently, Tasha's has some knowledge check rules. We gotta, mm. we gotta get Tasha's. Oh, really? Tushies. Is that out yeah. yet? I heard it was coming it just, out soon. Yeah, it came just out. came out. Just came out. Uh, I was it's about already to out, and people are oh. already complaining about oh. some things. Oh, oh really? Always well, that's always There's, the case. But let's keep uh, going. Looks like a lot of fun. Uh, stand. Turn over. Do I need to do a thing? Um, Hit the arrow to the right of yep. the carousel. The Thunder Toad. Oh, Mad Men. Uh, yep. It went to the, the Giant Toad. Turtle. Um, the Thunder Turtle. Oh yeah, let me set its name. That'll like, make it a little easier Thunder to remember. Thunder Tortoise. Thunder Tortoise. Um, it throws itself in high school. into a blender. So, the Thunder <laughs> Tortoise so is going to... Uh, it's going to move over here. I mean, it's going to freak out is what it's going to do. Uh, it's going it's right here, and it's biting Mock. Oh. oh. Right, it's Corbin. Bite me, bitch. Bwamp. 17 attack? Nope. 17 attack for piercing and poison, but it sounds like that's not going to happen. Not Poisonous today. Tortoise. Weird turtle. Weird thing. Like... <sighs> This is concentration for an hour, BT Dev. So, <laughs> I mean, um, your that's it. Way longer than that. That's the Thunderbore. You can't give birth okay. to Turtle Rock if you're not going to put in the hours. <laughs> Aurora. Aurora. Uh, Sounds like Dan needs once? to roll it. She's been so... used once this fight. You know, I love. Uh, I always forget the syntax here. If one slash twenty. Slash roll, slash roll 1d20? 1d20. Yeah, slash roll 1d20. D20 does the same thing, I believe. Okay, I'm going to use d20. You have to spell out D, though. I know D, there's D, one D. thing where it just prints out the number you put in. I don't want to do that because it would look like it was one. <laughs> Rolling it. Can I use my inspiration on this roll? Ooh. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Why not? Go for yeah, it. That's great. Uh, so roll 2d20. Take the higher. Uh, yeah, that'll work. That'll work because we can see the results. Yeah. Bing! Oh, no, 20. Oh, 2d20. 20. It's a 13, it a 13 and a 9. nine. So a 1 or a 2 would have been uh, Bad News Bears. I'm and, not always trying to get Aurora killed. And uh, Aurora steps back 
uh, as the as the boar transforms into the thunder tortoise and it hops forward towards Mach, Aurora takes a quick tactical step back, avoiding its slimy, not slimy. I keep thinking it's a frog. It's scaly, scaly, scaly bite. Sorry, I also have better images for that tortoise, but I'm having it trouble like with Mitch all McConnell. the upload stuff right now. Um, God. <laughs> Uh, we need an inspiration d6. Uh, inspiration d6, roll. You do it. Oh, oh that's a good point. Uh, 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 that's number one. That would go to Belva. Belva. Belva, you inspired. Now, uh, you can set that on your token. Who knows? Inspired. Do you know how to set that on your token, Kalen? I'm sure I can figure it out. You right click and it's the icon on to the right called Assign Status Effects. And it's the D20. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess it wasn't my turn. Aurora says, Ta -da. Turn complete! Uh, right. Uh, turn to a Care Bear just this up for a second. That, looked, uh, that striker that had uh, gone around the corner um, disappears fully around the corner yeah, out of like, sight. Oh. Turn complete. And that will be the end of him. It is now... Greg, what does Garten do? What does Garten do? Well, Garten! Love <laughs> uh, Garten. Great for mercy. Love, love you, buddy. Uh, Garten, what was, it, what was the, the, the thing specifically that you had said in flavor? I know what the effect is. I said, uh, I... I am the scion of Bahamut. I am the scholar of Roaring Iron. I am the true-born heir of a Shardalon. Fall to your knees, combatant, and beg for mercy. That's right. It was, it was beg for beg mercy. For all right. Um, Garten, already having been a little hesitant about the wisdom of continuing this fight at Mossimo's great display of uh, nearly to Garten's eyes, godlike, uh, uh, a, a godlike display of gravitas. <laughs> he, uh, Garten, uh, Garten just, with the knife still stuck in his back that was just slammed in by the, slammed in by that, uh, by that chair. He just, he just drops to his knees and he says, please, please, Scion, spare me! As he uh, as he lowers down, and he just he he just uh, what's that position called? Is it um, prostrating? Yeah, prostrating. Yeah, he's just he's on his knees, head all the way down to the ground, hands out as he uh, as he just like stretches out his back, and, and you hear a little pop as he just goes, oh, bad back. <laughs> it's a knife popping out. Knifed back. <laughs> <laughs> I got a real knife in my back. Yeah, I don't mean I had a bad back. I mean, now I have a bad back. Now yeah. I have a bad back. <laughs> so he is prone. He is prone and he ends his turn. So here is the prone. And I'll turn off the charmed. There we go. Turn, I turned on the charm. <gasps> I get it. Okay. Now, hang on. It would be Rob's turn, but give me a second to oh, not fuck it up. Legendary again. action happening. Oh um, boy, what's gonna happen? The legendary action kill two characters. Huh. Huh. Legendary action. Roll of your choice that you can see on a ten or higher. 
kill the party. <laughs> wow, that's, that's a real great legendary. That, that numbers guy really phoned it in on that power. Uh, legendary action. One bad guy who ruins the game. I something cool the characters did. Uh. Kevin, do you happen to have any chance? If you can, any idea if you can use more than one legendary action per in between turn, or is it? Uh, I, I would normally it's limited. Don't if I don't know the rule about it, but I think a DM could, but a gentleman never would. <laughs> oh, God. So, weapon attack is a legendary action that he has, which is simply to attack. Is and he attacking the giant tortoise? No. Al Gore. Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Kevin? What, what, did, what was from that? Uh, there's a quote in Jonathan Strange and Mr. Roll, uh, where they ask, would a Magi magician ever kill a man? And they say, like, a magician could, but a gentleman, gentleman never, never would. would. Okay, I don't remember <laughs> that from it. I have read that book and seen I'm the latest show. I'm reading it for the awesome. third or fourth time right now. It's so it's good. Great. All right, um, weapon attack. I already clicked weapon attack. Now here's the great sword. Who's this against? Oh, I haven't said yet. I'm going to no. roll first. Oh. Oh, what? Oh. That's a 16. Uh, Igror sees Garten fall to the ground and do this. He looks back and he sees his boar uh, transformed. And uh, he closes eyes uh, or he, he, he glances back looking at, uh, looking at Mock and Baron and Massimo all pressing in, and he takes his great sword, uh, gets ready for a strike against Rob, and then just brings it down no. on Barvik, who uh, who is collapsed <gasps> oh, to oh, the ground head. here, as uh, as the blade bites in uh, right across Barvik's back, and you hear a uh, 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 a and then cut off as the blade sinks in and you see cut blood pooling out under the under his body. What's the status? Is he unconscious or dead? He appears to be from a glance at a glance dead. <sighs> but of course, no doctor is here to pronounce such a thing. <laughs> And so, it is a world of strange surprises. And uh, I mostly say that because usually it's you guys surprise me by undoing things I've done. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I use my own legendary action. And oh, uh, it is just, that's what he does. He, he swings it down and then he lets go of the blade. And uh, as he looks back at all of you and then he spits on the ground. Rob needs to sleight of hand all that blood Rob, back in. it is your turn. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, right. And immediately what Rob sees just as he's beginning to act is the beginning of the scream coming from Aurora on the other side of the room. Holy shit. He's looking around at me. He's just things have gone to shit very quickly. Where are those healing potions? Yeah. Where are those healing potions? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, he's Rob's really wishing that he had some yeah. that he actually carried them with him. Uh, wait, does Rob have none of the healing potions from I think it's a fair question. Do you have none uh, of the healing potions from your healing potion shop? 
That's what the cart was for. Yeah. <laughs> we're, 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 we're we, we covered this a uh, couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This has come up. Now. This has come up. I can't remember. I, I Don't think dip into the product. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh... <clears throat> Rob does get an employee discount on him, but... Plus, he, he, he obtains them from criminals, so he doesn't necessarily trust their uh, efficacy. Like, their... Uh, so, um... But he is, he is, that is crossing his mind right now. Um, he is going to, uh, let's see. Do you want to, so Al Gore, he dropped his sword. He let go of it. Uh, is that he the did. Game? Yes. He let go of his sword. He, okay. he, he, sh he swung it down, not like a stab. He swung it down in a slashing attack and then le left it in his uh, in his like wound. Victim. He knows he's he knows he's he knows what he's done. All right. Um, That's why we're here. Rob is like Rob. You know he sees what happened to Barvik. Uh, he had just freed him and like all hopes Rob had for kind of getting Barvik out of here. He feels them dashed, and he feels like his jaw clench, and he's just kind of, and uh, in anger, he is going to attack with his short sword again, and let's see. Um, if you want advantage, the guy who's prone, you do have advantage on. That uh, guy did you. just give up. Though. He did. Did he give up, or did he just prone? Uh, maybe he's just prone. We'll see. That would probably break the charm he, too. He already right? rolled. He already rolled the attack, yeah. so we're good. True so. enough. True enough. True enough. So uh, yeah, he uh, he that's attacked. Twenty-six. That is a nice hit. Could we say, for the purposes of now, probably not the Guardian of Faith. I don't think so. Plus, if he's going for um, Al Gore, he's not within five feet. Just for the get the sneak attack. For. Uh, oh, yeah. right. I see what you're saying, because Rob needs uh, sneak well, attack. You have within five feet of the... You have advantage on, on prone enemies if you're yeah. attacking yeah. melee. He's attacking the prone guy. He. Oh, he is? Or is he yeah. attacking Al Gore? I was attacking no, Al Gore. he was attacking oh. Igror, oh, and he I got declared it, and he made the roll. Yeah. So that's, so that's done. That's, that, yeah. that is that's um, happening. I don't know the Guardian of Faith would count, because he's not within five feet, and it's sort of iffy whether he's an ally or not. I could still do uh, my uh, second attack for his uh, two-weapon fighting. Oh, yeah. Um, That's is true. There, is there a button for that, or do I just roll uh, manually for that? Does two-weapon fighting do anything other than... what You, you have a... It, it's I an attack, understand. but then the damage just doesn't have the... Uh, or no, none of the proficiency stuff is added. You don't add your dexterity to damage. But... Yeah. Okay. Like but don't the attack is normal. You don't just have two attacks anyway. Is that not rogues? A, I don't think rogues they get don't it. Get oh, rogues don't attack. get it the same way. Yeah, I don't have the. I don't have two. Yeah, rogues do it um, differently. So let me just attack and then rogues do it from the back. <laughs> oh, that is, probably does not hit. Uh, the twelve unfortunately will not hit. But were you no. meaning to attack with advantage on that second one? Yeah, because it's prone. So were you oh, are you going for the prone guy, or are you going yeah, for Kevin, again? No, what, what sorry, you, I keep getting things. Hang on, the, let's, let's everybody. Time and I'm tired. Everybody stop. Sorry, Kevin Kaw, 
Who were you attacking with your second attack? I was attacking Al Gore. Okay. But did that go? I only see one roll for that one. Was there advantage? No. No. It that, what, what your oh. uh, what your allies were telling you was that you do a lot more damage if you roll with advantage, so you could attack the prone guy and get your sneak attack damage. But uh, so you attacked that guy a second time, so twelve yeah. well, does we not are, hit. It was a very angry moment for him, so he was not <laughs> thinking about the best uh, yeah. attack right now. Dramatically, so. that made a lot of sense. The, yeah, I agree. <laughs> Thematically and dramatically, great move. The well, I, I have a question. Go ahead. Just real quick. Is Garten charmed, or is he actually like convinced to give up? All that Garten is in this moment is prone in a prostrated position. Uh the target and, falls prone and ends its turn. And that is that is where he is right now. And it seems like he did, but he was under a magical influence to say those things. So we'll find out. I don't think he's going to. Does he continue to do that next round? No. Nope. The spell? The spell's effect is over. Huh. Okay. Yeah, okay. His only status says now prone. Okay. That's, hmm. yeah, that's, that's, that's his current status there. The charm thing was to show that he was going to do that next turn, if I understood that correctly. I see. Yes, I put the charm icon there so we didn't forget that he had it. All right, I was confused. It's was weird because it's a, the command spell. It, it The guy then doesn't he, do the action until his turn. Yeah. He wasn't fully charmed. He was just kind of interested. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting warmed is it, up. Is that all Gord's Curious. Uh, by the way, I someone in chat, Zytek in chat did confirm legendary actions are um, one at a time. Uh-huh. Can't, can't Lovely. Just for gentlemen. Like a gentleman. <laughs> gentleman. Um, Igror is next. So give me a second on here to figure out. He's impossibly outnumbered. He's just killed the only thing we wanted. Inconvenient truth. Mm. I'm going to just make that joke a lot tonight. Hey, that's my <laughs> third time. That's the first time I've heard it. I know. So it's good for me. But listeners will enjoy the repeat. <laughs> the inconvenient zone of truth. Uh, <laughs> nice. Igror. Uh, uh, Igror uh, takes okay. out his crossbow. Oh, no. As Rob... Uh, as Rob got like a kind of a grazing hit on him with his short bow, he uh, he quickly sidesteps, uh, pulls out his, uh, grabs his crossbow from his belt, and pulls back the uh, uh, you know pulls back the action whatever it is, um, and then he holds it straight out. Oh Jesus! Against the head of Garten, and oh, you hear a oh, what? And Holy shit. he. Remains in the prostrated position as his body goes limp, and you see a bolt sticking out from the side of his head. And uh, Igor uh, Igor stands uh, stands up, puts his hands out to all of you, and says, "If you want to know anything." I'm now your last chance. Says, and we've got the rest of our forces closing in from behind you. You don't have much time. Hmm. 
Can you speak with the dead? What? what? Moss, moss. San Lenore. <laughs> oh, you're asking Bear. Baron. Oh, I okay. That was like speak <laughs> interesting start <laughs> to a negotiation. What a strange dead. threat. I'll make an introduction was the next line. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought it was funny that. Baron. Baron. Uh, Baron. Baron doesn't say anything at this moment because. Oh, yeah. yeah, Baron doesn't say anything at this moment. Um, that uh, that, that much will much. end Igor's turn. Belva with mock on deck, and Belva has inspiration. Okay, so she gets one, two, three, four, five, six. Is she behind a corner? No, she can see fine. Oh yeah, yeah, she's got clear vision. Okay, and she she looks at all this and and hears this conversation and is like. Well, that's an interesting conversation. Uh, and then she attacks him. So Lead Belly, Lead Belly's Ted. Yes. Oh, he's dead. Okay. He, he is. And misses, and then attacks him again and misses. That's just. Pew pew. She just keeps walking forward and keeps shooting at this guy. Just loosing those missing. arrows. He's got a very high AC, and she's not rolling particularly well there. So. That's all she does. Yeah, those are unlucky rolls. I keep forgetting to add my bonuses. That I have ten bonuses, is a two. But... Yeah, I've been rolling. That's a pretty good. Re- oh, so it's, it's a solid bonus, but just yeah, just it's just not it's not delivering today. I think I, think I angered some. Bow. I it's angered a, some dice vicious. god somewhere. It's vicious to me. It's it's, it's cruel. <laughs> Ouch, my hand. Do you have any bonus action shenanigans, or do you want to move? Um, nothing, I, nothing worth doing here. You do have inspiration. I, I, I could have, but I feel like doing it after the fact is against the spirit of it. Hmm. Hmm. Yes. The mock? It is Mauk. Cool. Mock is What's up next. Mauk. Uh, he turns to Aurora, and he just says... Think about whether you'd like to negotiate with them while I go and soften him up a bit. One. So he will. I'm on the wrong selection. So he'll go one, two, three, four, five. five. Is that Glaive enough reach? Yeah, we got Glaive. There we go. We got got Death Star. Uh, You guys see what what I'm uh, holding here when I'm selecting this or now? I can. You can. Okay, so the proposed path, just out of curiosity. As he, as he pulls out Head Shaver, dropping his bow on the way, and he's going to go to town on this this Al Gore. Al Gore's about to face an inconvenient truth right now. <laughs> he, yeah, went uh, he went there. He went there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do first... So head shaver first. I gotta go back and forth. Oh, I gotta. Sorry, I, I gotta. I should use the, the clicks inside. Ideally, uh, but of do whatever you want. So that is plus nine. How does it not break it down? 
Okay, okay. Hey, 16. Does 16 hit? Uh, does a 16 hit? Uh, he's got an 18 AC. Okay. Right, let me double check that. Yeah, he's 18 AC. Uh, I'm going to use precision uh, to add another D8. So, 21. 21 it will hit. Okay, roll damage. So, 14 there. Let's do second attack. 14 damage. Gotcha. I applied it. Better. Oh, there we go. Holy hit. moly, that is a critical hit. Nice. So That's pretty I, nice. I, I, is that, did it already roll double damage for me? Or is it, that it, yeah, it, it says right there. 10 damage plus 9 perfect. more for the crit. Okay, perfect. So that's the second attack. Um, let's do... This is going to be... I'll roll the... the, the uh, for the third attack, this is the bonus action attack. Um, this will be a different a different damage roll here. So... 19 will hit. 19 um, does hit, yep. Four. I believe. Plus five. Okay, so here's damage for that. Wait, that's bonus damage for that? No, the the damage that was rolled on that one, the nine is not is not the right numbers. So I just it's it's oh. a one d four. It's the correct attack roll. It's okay, not the correct all right, roll. that's fine. Yeah. Uh, if you can tell so, me right away, because I like I already uh, there we go. I healed it back, totally. and I will Jeez, apply minus beefy. seven. Uh, and uh, he just he says uh, uh, as he kind of like comes in unleashing kind of a fury of uninterrupted pretty brutal like slashes and strikes kind of ca carving into Al Gore's defenses maybe a nick here or there but clearly like Al Gore is struggling to kind of keep up with the flurry of blows as he tries to kind of dodge and parry is what Mach has in mind but actually let me take a pause like the way this guy was brazenly like dropping his weapons and holding his arms out is he just like taking this beating and he just has other magical defenses um, or is this like a martial engagement now? Uh, it's, no, he, he's, he's fighting. He's defending himself. Okay. Um, yeah. He's, uh, he's got the crossbow, but he's, you know, he's, he's, okay. He's yeah. Then what it explained, like Mach just starts taking him apart and just Mach is just too fast and well trained, like anticipating the most. And you see Al Gore just starting to slow down and like kind of take heavier blows as Mach steps up the attack. And then he says in between the first and second, like Harry of blows, he says, he says, uh, feel free to start talking anytime while I'm killing you. Uh, you're running out of time. And uh, then I've been to action point and do that, do two more attacks. So here is, ooh, that. 26 definitely hits. Uh, and the last one. Oh, you rolled a ghetto crit on that damage. Get a crit nice solid the damage. 10. And those uh, are the actual damages? Are those the actual damages, Eric? Those would be, I think, from what that I understand of. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, this is this is all as as is from now on, except for I'm going to use uh, another 1d8 on my uh, attack roll for this last one. So that's 18. So that's oh, hit as well. exactly what you needed. Damn. 
So 15 and a 12 damage. Very nice. All right. There's Very the nice. 15. And there's the 12. Um, Eric, let's see. Mock said something. I'm, so I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, he, um, he basically just says, like, you know, talk whenever you can. All right. Feel free to start talking. Uh, you know, while I keep, while I continue to kill you is basically what he's communicated. Um, the negotiation has a timeline on it, and it's the ball's kind of in Al Gore's court. And Mock is surprisingly poised. He just he feels internally like really like Aurora's place is the one of rage, um, and his is kind of more like a cold fury. Uh, watching kind of his partner lying in in blood. Again, that relationship is one that is is akin to family in terms of kind of like trust and and, and closeness. And Mock has been Mock specifically came to Silvery Moon for Bet Barvik, who who he has now failed in this in this important in this in life. Um, but his 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 demeanor is steely. Uh, my turnover. Just before uh, we jump on the next thing, I'm just curious: is is anyone else? Not as a long conversation thing. Is anyone else saying anything? Like, I, I admit like- I'm a little confused as to what his intentions were when he said, talk to me or ask questions. I'm not sure what questions he would. Sam, the player, is not sure what to make of that statement. Yeah, let me give, 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 give me a second to, to make it more clear. Um, you, let, me, let, let me have him respond to mock, but I, I need a second to think about it. Yeah. Take a minute. So we have big, big Grumbar is just staring with eyes wide. Hmm. I guess he's like, I told Aurora, I told Aurora we had this handled. I think one of the problems is he's trying to tell us the truth, but it's just a bit inconvenient. Am I right? Um, he is. The impression Mock gets is this guy. This guy is. Um, he's fighting really well. Like, he's kind of moved to mostly defensive actions in this uh, assault from uh, Mock. He was a bit surprised when Mock closed in the gap like this. Um, he clearly thought that his play was going to um, have more of an effect. He, um, But he's, like, moving all around, right? Hips, hit points are an abstraction of, like, your ability to continue fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as you can see from the bar, like, he, you know, he hasn't been dented too hard. Mark despite Mark a lot of attacks against him. He's best shots at him, and he's yeah. still very much in the fight. Like, it's catching him. It's tiring him out just, like, a little bit. But he's mostly, like, you know, parrying here, moving around like that. Mock knows that he's, like, he's, he's whittling him down. But, um, but this, guy's, this guy is competent. And uh, as he's weaving around, he says, uh, as he's moving around, he says, Y'all the ones that found Kunjakar, right? Only Drusen was here. As he's uh, as he's <laughs> continuing to block uh, the true mock, discoverers, mock intentionally like again the the negotiator that he is, he does not give him anything. It might as well be a poker table, like just continuing to press the attack. Nice. If he uh, looks at Baron much further in the background, his face <laughs> is much less of a poker face. <laughs> and you hear it immediately, seeing that Mock is doing negotiating. He sees the ground of mock, recalling instances of trying to navigate, you know, passage on a caravan <laughs> once upon a time. And you hear a grumbar. <gasps> <laughs> and there's a sending that arrives for Baron from Drustin saying, 
Did somebody just ask about Kurunjika? <laughs> the ears are burning. Put them on. Put them on. I put a trigger on the file. As soon as it was pulled, I was notified. Um, he, uh, and so as he's saying this, he he looks over to Baron and says, "You must be Baldurk." Oh, it wasn't about Barvik. Baron has been us. saying all along in this thing, "I am Baron Baldurk, cleric of Moradin." Uh, like, yeah. no, <laughs> no, <laughs> finally put the voice to the face. <laughs> no. No. Grumbart. Hey, I am Ben Boulder, cleric of Moradin. Stand down now and give us Barvik's body. Such a concession. <laughs> and, uh, and then, before we go on to the next person here, uh, he looks over to... He looks over to Aurora and says, Does your family know you're here? Last I heard, you were tucking tail. What wait, wait. Aurora uh, and... Wait, no, no, no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I, <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all jumbled. My brain is all jumbled. That was for Baron. I had something he was going to say He was saying that to Baron He's also going to say something to Aurora I'm all jumbled up Yeah he says and When you say Baron Baldrick Blah 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 He says, uh, he says Does your family know you're here Last I heard you were tucking tail As he's like continuing to just like You know kind of like parry you know, Dodge weave these shots from Mach Tuck and tail. Does Baron respond? Not immediately to that, but he definitely obviously invisibly frowns. Uh, you're not invisible Tails anymore. Right? Yeah, you're not invisible. No, no, not invisibly, visibly, visibly. Visibly! <laughs> okay, you were invisible yeah. very recently, so I think that's a fair a misunderstanding. Beard. He has fair. a thick beard. You can't thick see beard. if he's frowning. Frowns. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> And uh, it is Grumbar's turn. Are you intending to continue to press the attack here? I feel like when we get into this into this mode, Baron is inclined like, to say yes. Okay, so I have to say I'm happy to to go out of combat. Um, but if people are still in combat, then that's everyone turn their key. So then uh, Baron uh, Grumbar will use. Oh, sorry, I just said Baron. Grumbar will use his action. Um, to as soon as I grab myself, I, my line of sight becomes um, uh, comes here, um, and um, goes up to to uh, to to kind of uh, he's immediately worried about Aurora, um, uh, in this in in kind of this grisly scene here. Um, not as just, uh, I'll, I'll roleplay a long conversation later. He, he just says, we'll, we'll make this right. We'll make this right, Aurora. We'll make this right. And, uh, for his action mechanically, he's doing dodge. That gives you advantage or just enemies disadvantage. Okay. He's just doesn't want to get hit, but he's staying out here to try to 
Um, he's without words. He's, <laughs> he doesn't know how to support someone in a moment of grief. Um, you, can, you can roll like checks, or or you can try to take actions to change to support. I don't know. It sounds like you're trying to do something to help Aurora on the battlefield. That's the thing like. is, and I'm and I, he's he, he doesn't want to be like. I don't want to. Uh, I'm just trying to figure. It honestly is. Aurora a, I don't know how to support to Grumbar. <laughs> okay. And there are tears streaming down her face. And through the tears is a glare that would freeze the blood of the bravest soldier as she looks at Grumbar and uh, and she uh, her mouth is uh, her mouth is pursed. Uh, uh, I mean, it is obvious what is going through her mind as uh, she just runs towards uh, she runs towards Barvik and away from Grimbar. I'm I'm Reasonable. as a player I'm torn between wanting to rein in her rage and also saying go for you it go, baby you go kill that asshole like, you go like kill and that. I don't know what Grumbar like Grumbar's where gotta do it and gotta so, do it you, you gotta say the words or they're not said. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that frozen in not knowing how to support her is where Grumbar is. And his inaction is how I'm role-playing him. And that he Beautiful. just is like, I I don't know how to help you. What uh, you and, yeah, and she runs off uh, with Grumbar's turtle paws empty with solution to this problem. And I'll be end of turn. Initiate 60, you're up. It'll be Mossimo in a second. Uh, yeah, actually, no. Mossimo, you go. All right. Uh, Mossimo is still under the effects of his... Uh, um, what's it called? Uh, his channel divinity, which continues to give him a plus five to charisma persuasion checks. Uh, so he's going to try to do a persuasion. So basically, if I understand this correctly... This guy is basically saying, uh, you might as well, like, he's he's giving himself up under his own conditions, but not giving us information now. Right, Greg? That's kind of what he's doing. He's, well, he's basically he said, saying, you could ask me for information, but... On the last source of information is what he says. Yeah. He attempts to buy his own life, it seems. That's uh, right. Roll an insight check. Okay. Nice. Uh, let me do that in Foundry Skills Insight. 12. Ooh. Let me double check some stats here. Um, Massimo gets the sense that, um, that this guy, this guy has some information that he thinks would be valuable, but, uh, he's got ulterior motives here too, but 
You're not uh, seeing through the fog. Okay. Um. So he's, what he's already Masa getting Rua... what he wants from you. Is the sense that you're getting? Yeah, exactly. He's won. He's trying to delay us to get reinforcements to arrive. Yeah. So he basically, I mean, we might as well just grab Barvik and get out of here, right? But information is always good. Uh, so as he walks forward, um, not in a threatening way at all. In fact, uh, he sheathes Roaring Iron, puts a hand on Mach's shoulder and says, uh, uh, Master Hawk, we have what we came here for. And I, I believe the Son Lenore can help. But I know there is more you want from him. And so he walks up to... Oh, yes. Does Mach respond? Uh, he says, we, we've been here hours, Massimo. I just need another minute. He walks up to uh, Igor. And he senses that there's uh, another card that Igor is holding uh, that he's not telling them about. And so he wants to try to get Igor to basically spill the beans on whatever it is that he's holding back. Um, and he wants to do that by persuading him, not hearing him. Um, and so he's going to say, I grow Mudhorn. I see you are a dwarf of conviction. You have struck down Barvik. You have struck down... Garten, for they disappointed you. I see you hold all the cards here, and though we outnumber you, your uh, your conviction gives you strength. But what will it look like when the rest of the Sons of Iron arrive? And see your state when these dwarves of conviction have their way with you. For they are now inspired by hatred from your actions. Let us end this now. Tell us that which you are holding back. So that we may retrieve the body of Barvik and be on our way. And then you may tell the other sons of iron whatever you wish of this combat. So that's what he says to try and persuade her. Um, I like that <clears throat> speech, man. He, as he's looking at, uh, as he's looking at Massimo, he looks past Massimo at Aurora, who is running forward in rage with her um with her sword shatter spike with shatter spike <laughs> raised uh can i make my persuasion check oh yeah well i was thinking yeah y- yes roll okay. your i persuasion get a plus check. five to whatever i roll here so because a total of something cool 18. 18 is pretty good. Solid. Um, he 
Uh, he looks at Massimo and uh, he lets out a laugh, uh, uh, a low laugh. <laughs> it seems that you, uh, uh, it seems that it is you who are divided amongst your ranks as he, uh, as he looks uh, as he looks at Aurora, he looks at Grumbar's hesitation at uh, uh, at Mock's assault. Although you did you did you stop the assault just now? I, I missed Mach? what you responded to. How you responded? To no, 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 no. He basically said like we've been here for hours. Yeah. Oh, okay, oh yeah, yeah. You said one more minute. minute I remember now. Guy, so hold that thought. Like this guy's claim of reinforcements on the way. Yeah, we'll see about that. We we don't hear a thing. As he looks and he says, "It is your ranks, your ranks that are divided." Uh, he says, "I could, uh, I could dance around this blade all day long." He says, "He says, if you think I'm the, uh, if you think I'm the, the most, would he say it that? Yeah. If he, if he says, uh, if you think I'm, I'm the most dangerous thing in here, you are sorely mistaken." He says, "Come." Let us continue to dance a bit longer. Someone's got an insight. Massimo's going to step uh, over this corpse here. And uh, it did not and, succeed is the. Okay. Uh, and he's going to pick up Barvik's body gently in his arms. Is there any passive insight so I can get an idea of what this guy is doing? Yeah, that's what say. I think he's uh, trying to uh, definitely delay us while. What are the coming. passive insights out here? Let's see. I've got that. Mm-hmm. Is that one insight? That is insight. My current passive insight is 19. Wow. Did you know that you are the second highest passive insight in this group? Hmm. Who's the highest? Grumbar has 21. What? Wow. The bar. He downplays it. Oh. It's my cold-bloodedness. Continue. Did yeah, Massimo um, just disappear from the map. Where did Massimo go? Oh, I see myself. On you the may see body. me underneath the dead body. I see myself on top of the dead body. Ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, because it's, it's. I want a gun bar to be able to read the <laughs> yeah. audience. We'll just, when we'll just swap your positions. Cool. <laughs> he pushes piece. him back with his feet. He would step over him and kick him back with your heel. <laughs> just like with dirty laundry. <laughs> well, he was in like a prostrating position, so when you kicked him, he just like yeah, flopped exactly. over forward. <laughs> now he's flat on the ground. Um, so funny. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, um, Baron and Grumbar, for sure. As Baron is uh, watching this guy speak... Baron gets the impression this guy just has complete confidence that reinforcements are on the way. Um, Baron sees this guy as uh, killing his lieutenant because simply because his lieutenant uh, essentially surrendered against his orders uh, seems to be the case. And uh, and Igror, uh, Igror does seem to be quite competent at uh, quite competent at sort of delaying this, parrying the shots, and waiting for his allies to come. His offer for information seems genuine, just enough to dangle a carrot in front of you. But Baron doubts that what he has to share. Baron doubts that what he has to share is of 
significant material usefulness. <laughs> like, he knows that he does have something. Obviously, like, they grabbed Barvik. It, it seems like Baron just understands that this is a delay play, and everything is playing into the end of delay. Yeah. For that, for that motivation, yeah? Sounds reasonable. Um, so it's Baron's turn? Yes. Great. Baron is going to... Yeah. Let's see here. That's my movement. Um, let's see. Yeah. So we're going to cast... I think we're going to do Wall of Fire. Because that just seems like a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I wish you had not stepped forward, Mossimo, because that would have been just perfect. You had to grab the body. <laughs> I was going to put a wall of fire between him and the body, but that works fine. I think I can make this work. Get well, the body is currently in Mossimo's hands. Perfect. We'll just burn raw. Uh, yeah. So we're going to go. So I can draw here. Squiggly line. That works perfectly fine. Um. Baron calls out and says, "Moradin!" Sa- oh, <laughs> I was about—I was about to interrupt you. Um, do you have something you're about to do that you love? Not. I mean, what do you what do you, what do you got? I, I just—if I, you were like in the energy, I didn't want to. No, I can pause. Um, how are you guys feeling about the current? situation narrative wise we failed I, I i feel that there's a lot happening there like, is yeah like options. super important like i i really want to know have like some reaction to aurora on the battlefield like she's a warrior to just leave and talk to her about it would not be as satisfying for mm-hmm. me and then we also have a fight and then we also have some reinforcements so i feel like there's a lot happening and i'm very engaged yeah. You are engaged. Okay, because I'm, I'm worried that it's a confusing situation of how to move these different pieces uh, together forward. I wanted to I think check you got in. It. There's some people Baron who want has, to keep attacking and some people who want to head out. Baron has gentle repose and revivify ready and prepared, so I'm not concerned about Barbic's long-term well-being. Gotcha. Okay, so you, you guys are happy with it playing out right now. I just, yeah. Sometimes it's good to I pause like and just double-check. <laughs> When he Where's first, vibe check? when when Igro first spoke up, as Sam pointed out, you're like, I don't really understand what yeah. he said. Just wanted to make sure, you know, we're. I yeah, think the good. insights really helps. The insights yes. help. I think the thing is that basically the role play stuff is like a longer term. The reinforcements is a medium term, and basically we can't really address those other things until we get past the next like 18 seconds. Yeah, right. like it's okay. that kind of. People I'm really eager for the other ass. stuff. But we have to, people who are kicking ass, exactly. You need to kick ass. Then uh, keep going, Sam. I don't want to blindside you all. I can kind of tell my headache's probably coming on a little slow. I'm, gonna, I'm thinking about like stopping around 10. So we're still about 15 yep. minutes away. But let's, so let's get through here. Fantastic. So, what? Baron says, Muradin, grant me a wall of flame from your divine power. Uh, as he casts the aptly named Flame Wall. Uh, or, excuse me, Wall of Fire, which I'll... There, where's that thing on the spells? That's always a good time. Uh, there we go. Don't consume spell. There we go. Not the bad. Oh, there's the damage roll already. Perfect. Yeah. Not the greatest, but, you know, you do what you can do. 
<laughs> and I'm going to draw this out. So this has a maximum of 120 feet, right? No, not 20 feet, 60 feet. There we go. So 12 squares. So we're going to draw this out. So we're going to say one, two, three, four, five. Uh, yeah. Six, oh, you're drawing. I see now. <laughs> seven, eight. Uh, I'm going to go six, right? It's six, right? 60 feet? No, no, 12. 12. I go 12, right? Uh, one, two, three, four, you five, nine. six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, 10, 11, 12. Great. Making great use of those magic D&D diagonals. I mean, fantastic. That's what it's about. (laughs) Uh, Okay, great. Um, So, for anybody who is in the line, it's a one-foot wall, thick fire wall. They're going to take 20 damage if they fail on their dexterity saving throw or half if they save. Which should hopefully just be our guy. It looks like it to me. So he should take it. He should do the save immediately, right? Yes, he should do the save immediately. Okay, doing the save. Oh, that is strong save. Great. So he's going to take ten fire damage. Okay. Cool thing is, I can just click the second button to apply half damage. Uh, He took ten fire damage. Great. And then Baron is going to go. I should have made that red. I'll let you, you. You can see the squares it's in if you want to make it cool and fire here, but I was just kind of selecting squares there. Um, I don't have a quick and easy way to do it. I kind of like it. <laughs> so, good enough. So we'll go one, two, three, four, five. Can I cut that corner? Or yes or no? Uh, is that a big one? square thing? This one, this big square thingy? You can't step on this thing here. Okay, so we'll say that then. Oh, I didn't make it block line of sight. Yeah, my it's a, it's like a big pillar. Okay, that was five. Okay, so that's a spell and a move. This is a concentration spell. I think I literally already have a concentration icon on me, which is somehow kind of cool that it did that automatically. Um, there. Yes, Dunzo. that plugin is working now. If you cast a spell with concentration, yep. it automatically puts it on you. And if you take damage, it'll put a little button to roll the concentration with the correct number. And if you do another concentration spell like Dan did, it'll remind you that you already had concentration going. I was about to say, I like that. So kind of cool. So it's a concentration spell damage. The the wall is opaque, meaning you cannot see through it. It is 20 feet high. Um, And anybody on, we're going to say, the line here. So the little like, like, basically this side of the wall Within 10 feet of it. Oh, okay, that's too much. Sorry. That was a little clicky <laughs> thing there. Essentially, uh, how do I, how do I, I'm going to do a backspace? No. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe otherwise it'll delete Whatever. Anyway, it's fine. It's fine. Time's wasting. Um, basically, people on that side of the wall, within 10 feet of it, uh, if they, what does it say? If you end your turn, yeah, if you end your turn there, you have to make a saving throw or take damage. Oh, it or take out. half damage. Gotcha. Okay. So it's a one-sided wall. See, and there's a selection mode under the drawing tool, and then you can select a drawing and you can push delete to delete. To delete. So if I'm understanding, Sam, like like Baron and Mock can see Al Gore and Massimo, but not the other way around. Uh, I can see Al Gore because he's like I basically drew the wall like at his feet, so he was in the wall. 
so he's like half oh, in, half out. One foot tall wall. No, no, okay. correction. One foot thick, 20 feet tall. Oh, gotcha. But is, is, is there visibility through there, or can, I no, can we no longer see through? There is not visibility through the wall. Okay. So the idea is it creates a barrier between Al Gore and Barbic. Oh, because he's in it. Because he's in it. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh-huh. gotcha. Now, I, it makes sense. I see. You wrapped him in it. Yeah. yeah. Basically, put him through it, and on the side that is uh, towards us is Bernie. So, yeah, Mock, you don't want to end your turn there. Just yeah, putting yeah. that out there. I, I, I but he will. also won't want to end his turn there. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Awesome. Done with my turn. On to the next person. Thunder. Lightning boar. Thunder boar. And I'm going to pee. And then Aurora's on deck. During this discussion, Igror lets out a sharp whistle. Actually, it's like four whistles in a distinctly interesting pattern, which I would model if I were capable of whistling. Toot, toot, toot. Twice like a barn owl, once like a hood owl, and then another one. And the thunder tortoise immediately uh, waddles through the fire. What does that do, Sam? He's peeing. He's oh, peeing. He's peeing. He pees on the tortoise. Tortoise pees. Oh. I think it's the same. When it enters, it takes the same damage when it enters the wall for the first time on a turn or ends its turn there. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, wait on the side of the wall. It does the ten feet thing. I assume if you try to go through the wall, then it, it's just going to do the fire do damage. The damage. Yeah. yeah. Um, each creature that ends its turn eh, when you cast the spell, a creature takes the same damage when it enters the wall for the first time on a turn or ends its turn there. Oh, with no save in that case. You just take it. We need five d eight. Someone want to roll five d eight for Sam? I shall do that. Do it. Oh. Five D eight. Enter button. Oh, nineteen. Nineteen oh. damage. Uh, and so he lets out those uh, four sharp whistles, and then as soon as the tortoise moves it into the fire, he lets out a quick blast of two whistles, and uh, the tortoise. Um, has it like it's kind of like shaking and moving, but staying still in the fire. Uh, the air is filling with roasted turtle the, smell. The look on his face. Um, Sam, we rolled uh, some of your fire damage for you. It says, "Fantastic." A creature takes the same damage when it enters the wall for the first time on its turn, or ends its turn there. So, does it take it again if it ends its turn there? It sounds like it's an or. Uh, or no, al- almost almost all the spell effects. Uh, when the wall appears, once aren't, the wall aren't up to, once to do a double. A creature takes the turn. same damage when it enters the wall for the first time on a turn, or no, its turn I, there. I'm interpreting that or differently than you guys because replace it with an and. If it was an and, it's saying he's got to enter it and end yeah, his turn there to take no. the damage. The uh, or is a pattern of the spells. Yeah, magic almost always just happens once. Yeah. Creature takes the same damage. And you don't trip twice on grease. Yep. Same is the, it is at least yep. the pattern the rest of the spells do. Yeah. A creature takes the same damage when it enters the wall for the first time on a turn or ends its turn there. 
Yeah, no, it's it's once per turn, basically. We're well, saying it very matter-of-factly. I'm saying I disagree with the grammatical interpretation. If, but if it was an and, it would be very weird for someone to enter a wall of fire, leave and not end their turn there, yeah. and thus not satisfy the... And like be able to like skirt through a wall without taking damage. Yeah, yeah. I'm pulling in flavor here, but this is just why... I, I, both can be English-wise red. I, I'm uh, going with I'm going with popular vote, which is simply we think that it doesn't take double damage, and I'm happy with that. I I I. It's not how I would write that sentence if it's what Let's I wanted Google. to say. Let's Google. See what people say. Um, but we'll move forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because keep, I just keep pressing on. I'm curious myself. This is more important. I agree that your interpretation Fire. can be an interpretation of it, I, and I'm mostly frustrated that it is ambiguously worded. They could have tossed in yeah, an extra sentence. Grease says, is the same it. wording. A creature enters the area or ends its turn there. Must also succeed. Yeah, and so when it's grease, I, I double it up. If they step oh. in it, they save, and if they end their turn there, they save again. It's it's oh, two different right. conditions. Oh, this doesn't say the. It's an either or condition that applies in effect. It doesn't say, but if one happens, the other never happens. So yeah, so on grease, they make two saves. Uh. That's how that's how I would rule it in the moment, but um. I, I want to I do the Aurora turn more than yes. I want to do the tortoise. So let yeah, me do yeah, yeah. Aurora. And then if Sam can find it. a definitive um, answer, that'd be great. And Please while do. I will do Aurora. Um, so Aurora is not in aid mode currently. Aurora is acting on her own and has not. Um, nobody has tried to stop Aurora from what she is doing. So she is charging in. I'm going to move Garten somewhere else. The token's not being His body's stackable. been burned. It's annoying. <laughs> oh my god, just got kicked. This um, is the most elaborate funeral pyre. Aurora charges forward to uh, charges forward to attack uh, the flames. Yeah, she takes some damage. Oh, wait, wait. Okay, the, fl I, uh, the, the flames, I forgot were there, <laughs> even though we just talked yeah. about it accidentally. So she's charging forward, and as the flames rise up uh, uh flow up she screams out at bairn and says uh and says drop the wall drop the wall now he says you don't take this from me and like she hesitates and i assume bairn is not sorry i was looking up things drop the wall drop the wall now she wants me to drop the wall so she can get through it. Aurora is screaming at your you insight after the just, uh, your Aurora. Is, it, Aurora is, is in angry. a bloodlust rage and is uh -huh. uh, rushing towards the murderer of her father. And uh, suddenly, her vengeance was uh, uh, was suddenly whisked away from her as this massive fire wall appeared between her and her quarry. That is the current uh, situation but, that your insight. Get. Does my insight tell me that she actually wants something else? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> she wants a cup of milk. Your 19 yeah, says you. she wants you to drop the wall, but the 21 says she just wants a hug. She just really could use <laughs> And all of Grumar's focus going into trying to parse this out. <laughs> it's like layers. Um, Baron had a plan for what he was doing and he's not immediately dropping the wall okay that's what i that's what i assumed um she 
hesitates for a moment. Some of the strands of her hair uh, starting to curl up from the uh, curl up from the flames as uh, she is standing right in front of it, like she is close enough to be hurt. As uh, she looks over at Bairn, and as Bairn uh, continues focusing on his plan, she she grits her teeth and runs in to the flame, disappearing into the flame wall. You want to roll a a damage for that? Sure, because that's appropriate. Uh, Can you just click the damage roll? Does that do it? Oh, I can click on there. I mean, um, do, do, do. Let's go. See cast and BTT? That do it or not really? Yep. I see sixteen fire. fire damage. Hey, that's a lot of low rolls. Oh, you did that from beyond twenty, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Here we go. I see. Uh, sixteen. Okay. So DC seventeen dexterity saving throw to take half. That uh, that doesn't uh, come into play. So okay, I can roll yeah. her D twenty. Your, your dexterity. We we checked it while you were in the bathroom. But the dexterity saving throw is only for when you cast it. From then on, someone enters or ends their turn there. Just burn. It's guaranteed damage. It's fire. Oh, well, the fire. Yeah, walls Makes have nice. to yeah, be unpleasant to just walk hmm. through. Um, I would your, like somebody D twenty check. Oh. Uh, I would like somebody to roll a D twenty to represent Aurora's attack, Aurora's competence in attacking against uh, against Igor. Um, I got it. I will say. Yeah, there you go. There's there are stakes here, so yeah. give it your give it your best. There, roll. with this finger, I press enter. <laughs> Holy I mean, shit! Whoa. A natural twenty. Oh, you, <laughs> that guy is shit. motherfucking dead. <laughs> shatter him. I mean, shatter. what are you gonna do on a crit? <laughs> Aurora's vengeance, unquenchable. She just walked through fire. She did. <gasps> She's Aurora unburned. Firewalker. It's Rob. On the far side of the fire. Wait, what would... Yeah. It's Rob on the far side of the fire that uh, that sees it happen. He hears the scream from Aurora. And uh, and then just a moment later, he sees uh, Igror get, uh, uh, coming out of the wall of fire. It looks like he's backing up out of the wall of fire. Not surprising at all because he just got enveloped by a wall of fire. But then he sees that that is not actually what is happening here. He is not backing up out of the wall of fire. He is falling backwards out of the wall of fire with a dwarf uh, that has completely grappled onto him and his bull rushing him down to the ground. And as he lands, Aurora... uh, Aurora has her blade held against uh, against his neck and has pulled him into a hold that Mock has taught her as a last resort uh, last resort combat tactics. If you're uh, if it comes down to it, the weapons are gone. You still need to know how to hold your own. And uh, and this bull rush into a pin is. Uh, is what has manifested out of this fire. Aurora's hair is on fire, uh, as well as some of her uh, pouch and and stuff, clothing that she has on her. Hmm. And, Is this where did uh, they enter? 
So oh yeah, so they'll be right. So she's not the unburned. Here. She is. Okay. The burning. She's next. She's <laughs> on top of him. She's like the, the token that fits within a token. It it was made to be. And uh, and she, what she does is she, she is uh, she is holding him in this pinned position, and <clears throat> Mock can hear through strained, uh, strained voice. She just says, "Mock." Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what Rob, options does Mock have? Um. Are we dropping combat? Is this turning into a scene? Yeah, for the for the moment here, let's turn it into a scene. Um, okay, if we're actually leaving rounds, then Baron has some spells he needs to cast because I have some time sensitive spells uh, that cannot uh, 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 be like extrapolated for like oh yeah, and then a couple minutes pass. That's not happening. Okay, you wanna... here's what's happening all at once then, because uh, I want to let um, I do want to let you do that. So. She has done this. She has shouted out from Mock. What Mock is hearing is she's looking for help. She yeah. she needs Mock. She's looking to Mock as the leader. Here is uh, is what she's doing. She's um, help or guidance is uh, right. is what that call is looking for. At the same time, you do hear uh, above the the flame, the raging inferno of the wall of fire, above the clashing of blades, above the the slam of the two bodies against the stone floor here as Aurora takes him down to the ground. You can hear the footsteps and the shouting uh, of the, the, the tactical directions being shouted out by some, uh, some tactician uh, from the north end. It is still a tad distance. As you guys know, you moved a bit of a ways down here, but you know that you will have company very soon. It, all, you would, it also would seem that you're, the way that you came is, uh, is, swarming, is beginning to swarm with more Sons of Iron. So all of that is happening at once. Uh, since I want Mock to be able to kind of respond here and do something, Baron... How about you, uh, given all that? I think think we can do that together. Give me me the the mic for just one sec here, and uh, maybe I can tee tee it up a little bit for us. Mock, the the picture changes for Mock when he sees Aurora plunge into that wall of fire. You know, up until that moment, you know, this was about the the recent death of Barvik and more about kind of like pressing – you know, the revenge that he himself had called out that this wasn't about, but the, this is about rescuing Barvik. And again, he's, I, I mean, Baron Baldrick as a little bit of like a wild card in this story is doing things that no one really has seen and Mock hasn't seen. And so the idea of like bringing someone back from the grave, you know, he saw it happen with Drusen. Like, it's just not a part of that. And so he's like pressing based on, on, like Aurora's rage and Barbic falling, but when she goes into that fire, all of a sudden he's he's he snaps out like the the roar, the roaring fire itself, and seeing like this the visceral image of like Barbic's daughter, who arguably Mock knows much better than Barbic, plunging in. All of a sudden his thoughts just just change dramatically, and it's more about like preserving the life of the daughter more so than like the fallen old dwarf and. Like he just kind of like gets like 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 rocked by that, and then he hears Aurora's voice on the other side, and kind of like 
like, you know, piecing that together, but like senses that like she's in an advantageous position, just like the communication, right? Like that's not a cry of like help or, 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 or injury. Like he senses that there's an advantage and he just looks back to like Baron as he like takes, begins to move, begins to act. And he just says, what a Barvik, like asking him like his body, his corpse. Like that's the moment where he's like, what are you doing Baron? Cause this wall of fire took him by surprise. And he says, what, what are you doing, Bear? Leave Barvik to me. And that's all he needs. And <laughs> he uh, he just runs to the edge here. Uh, he, he skirts the fire or goes through if this, if this square is part of it. It's just a wall. So the wall is actually only one foot thick. So it's if you enter the wall specifically, or if you end your turn within 10 feet of the wall, uh, or at least the facing face of the wall. So, so you should wait, be good one, there. Two, three. So I'm going four right here, right here. I uh, think, I don't think the end of the wall counts. Does the end of the wall count? What do you guys think? I, I imagine that uh, Mark will probably take some damage, but when, he just goes to Aurora. He goes to Aurora. This is where he goes that. to. And, and yeah, so, and he sees her there. Like, what does Mark read in this, in this position? Like, how much of an advantage does she have? Well, I'll, I'll stop there. He goes to Aurora. Uh, Aurora, Aurora's got the blade to his neck. She was able to use, she was able to, via a natural 20, I will remind you, uh, she was, she was able to, uh, use the, the, the disorientation, the complete blindside, uh, of the, the wall of fire, because Bar, uh, uh, couldn't see him, couldn't see her coming, right? Barreled into him. Uh, used a move that Mock taught her, got the blade right there. She is restraining herself from an obvious kill. That is what he sees. And he uh, he knows he only has a brief moment. Gotcha. So Mock has a brief to, moment to, dis- to offer to, dis- to offer guidance. To offer guidance, uh, really, is the case here. So, yeah. Uh, and he just says calmly, he says, your father lives. He says, uh, he might die for what he's done, but the choice is yours. And he just, he literally, like, he puts this person's life in his hands. Mop doesn't see a tactical advantage in this guy surviving. Basically, Mock knows this, he's, I mean, you calling out Krindrakar, this is a, this is a, a, an enemy agent come from come to oppose them and has led them into a trap and mock doesn't need him mock passes on it and he says yeah do what you will uh aurora twists her body oh wait sam did you did you i I didn't want to stop you from you said you had stuff timely stuff prepared is it does it have to do with this is it it's just a matter of I need to. I have within one minute of Barvik's death, I have spells I need to cast on his body. Ah, understood. Okay, so we'll we'll go to that. Uh, we'll we'll go to that in in a, in a moment. Then under uh, I get what you're saying. You were saying if we're going to like outside combat, you want to make sure that the urgency is uh, yes. respected. Uh, that is it. what that is what has to be. Yeah. So we're still in the real time, you know, second by second. Um, and so Aurora is is on top of him, and she. Twists her body, turning her back 
to him and it is that twist which pushes pressure on the blade in this odd sort of pinned position that Mock had taught her and as she does so it 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 pushes the blade through his neck uh, uh, to the to the bone as she uh, as she just twists and then pulls Shatter Spike out as she uh, uh, as she gets up from his body and spits into his open neck. Oh, Ooh. Ooh. that's unsanitary. And then, uh, well, what she does is she stands up to spit, and it's like that action causes her to collapse. She uh, she falls down to the ground, narrowly avoids just landing right on the guy, falling uh, falling to her side as she just yells out, "Burn!" How how bad is she? Save him! Oh, well, yeah, definitely doing that. Uh, <laughs> He's like, obviously, he, haven't you been paying attention? Okay. Uh, so, you, so, good question, though. The immediate impression that you get from Aurora is that she is more um, she is more disoriented than uh, hurt, although she is scorched pretty bad from the wall of fire, but not in a... Uh, but not unconscious. Not in an immediate life-threatening She can manner. walk. Absolutely. Okay. Mossimo will be walking around the wall to meet with Baron. Holding uh, Barvik's also, body. What's the Thunderbore doing with all this oh, going yeah. on? My immediate thought is, do I need to drop this wall because the Thunderbore is going to do some yeah. weird shit? I don't think it's serving. I don't think we need a lot right now. I mean, I mean, yeah, don't. Yeah, I would say good, good. Um, The Thunderbore, down the, wall. The, the Thunderbore is not a concern right now. For the sake of timing, because we're we're right. gonna end yeah. it in a moment. A you do you do your thing with Barvik and don't worry about the Thunderbore, and I'll figure out a good way of narrating that. His master okay. just died. Its master just died. So um, we're gonna leave it as a turtle for a minute. So Baron's actually gonna drop the wall, seeing as it's standing in the wall. So wall is erased. If you can help me with erasing that wall, Baron moves Solid over to Barvik. Have the body. No. Reaches out, touches Barbic the body, says and says. Actually, reaches into a pouch, place a diamond on Barbic's chest, and says, Moradin. If it be thy will, and it be the will of thy child, return the breath of life to Barvik. As he casts Revivify, which is just an action. You can cast it in combat. Wow. As I said, no, no one's crazier than Darren in this party. And we'll continue next week. <laughs> yes. Okay. Turns into life with okay. here. I'll, 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 I'll throw it in there. Just oh yeah, yeah. Quick. Type, type the line into the chat because it'll, it'll be preserved. There you go. And then you should type, type the line that you said so that we have okay. it, so that we can give that in the, in the beginning of the next session. Sure. Uh, I gotta say, so we continue next week. We're officially ended. Yeah. Uh, Sam's Sam's um, spell like phrases that he does. It's like a highlight of combat. <laughs> it's very, it's very. I love nice that it's thing. the oftentimes the same when you cast the same spell. So we oh, hear yeah, the words and we know what he's manifesting. But I love and when we it, get to hear a new thing. It's awesome. I'm I'm scrimcorn is going to be drawing power from not from the witches now and I seriously was like I need to figure out a different way of representing it but it needs to be markedly different from Baron's <laughs> signature style because it's so well established 
Well, especially <laughs> so now that Scrimcorn is worshipping Moradin, it makes it fresh. Right. That's so, true. Um, you don't want to have...